welcome to another edition of the Bet Like Mike Show. And thankfully, thankfully, we've got something to bet on today. An actual game, something meaningful, something bettable. And we get to do that today. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. And joined by the star of the show, uh, Mike North at North to North. How you doing? You're the star of the show. Uh, You're the star of the uh, show. Some good prop bets yesterday. Some good prop bets. Had a couple of them. Did okay. The all-star game to me. I could do without the uh, talking to the batter while he's trying to hit. I would tell Joe Buck, sorry, take it easy. I liked everything else about the game. I don't care about the uniforms either way. I did like when they used to wear their own uniforms. I did like that. I thought they were okay. I heard a lot of people criticizing them. They're just different. I like the way they incorpororated the logos. You know, with the with the with the with the name of their their city that they were playing out of. So I thought I thought all in all it was a good presentation. I the American League, I can remember when the National League never lost the American League. Those were the days of Clemente, Musual, uh, you know, Spahn, uh, you just Aaron, Mays, my God. I mean, it was just like insane. Santo, Banks, uh, Frank Robinson was a you know, was a bench warmer. I mean, my God, Veda Pinson. Now it's the other way around where the American League owns them, but I thought it was a nice little watch. Uh, didn't stay with it all the way. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, yeah, no. I couldn't stay with it. It was it was fun though. You know, I, yeah. I was trying to find like something to bet on, maybe something fun, something live. But it just, I don't know. It was it was too hard to force something. So I just sat back, enjoyed some of the game, and it was okay. It was good. I did the same thing. I almost took the one you read yesterday, the prop bet, plus one seventy five for somebody who was in the home run derby that hit a home run. Yeah. And that, you know, or, you know, one of those deals. But I decided just to chill. I think a lot of us, I saw a tweet uh, 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 from odds makers the other day where 90% of them said they weren't going to get involved in the All-Star game. Yeah, I think it it just seemed like a good time because the All-Star break is always like the one time of the year where there's just nothing going on in sports. Not one thing. And so I think for betting, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Just take a step back, you know, have some fun with it. Don't bet, you know, just get back started for today for the NBA finals for game four. Yeah, yeah we got that. Like a, got... A, just a good stay back and have fun kind of day. Yeah. Just chill out. Now, now Rob Manfred's got a chance to save his legacy here because from what I'm hearing today, some okay. things I've called for banning the shift is going to oh. be automatic. Uh, it's going to be so much better for major league baseball. You will actually uh, have two guys on each side of the field. Like it was designed, not how, you know, you try to get around, or skirt this. Now, there was never a rule against the shift. They did it against Ted Williams. Lou Boudreaux instituted it uh, when he was a 24-year-old manager to Cleveland Indians against against Ted Williams to begin with. So there's been shifts in the past. But the fact you're shifting against 240 hitters, 250 hitters, it just got a little bit too much. There's nothing wrong, I think, with going back to the rule the way it was. Uh, I think it will make offensive baseball better, um, which no doubt needs some help. Uh, the seven inning double headers are gone, John. I know oh, you're thrilled about that. Yeah, it needs to go. That's it should have gone this year. Yeah, should have gone this year. It should have. There was no reason. And removing the runner from second. These oh. are all good things that are going to only help Major League Baseball. The shift, I don't know. Some people may like the shift. Some people may not. Uh, but I grew up without the shift. They only use it against a couple players a year because of technology now. It's gotten so much more advanced where a 220 hitter can hit the ball in the hole and they're waiting for him, you know? Yeah, And I'm not here to feel 
Yeah, I'm a little indifferent about it. Like, I, it just depends on how the rules are, I guess, written. Because if it's just, hey, you have to stay in this place all mm-hmm. the time. No, but if they say, hey, you can only have, you know, two infielders on each side, then okay. Then they can yeah. move around accordingly to whatever side of the field they're on. So I think it's going to have to be – it reminds me of, like, field goal uh, kicks and how the field goal defense in the NFL. Like, you can only have a certain amount of guys on one side and a certain amount of guys on the other. You know, right. so I, I think if that's if that's what they do – fine let them move around but just keep them you know you have to stay on one side of the field or have a certain amount of players uh so that'll be interesting how it's written but the seven inning game that's not baseball and the runner yep. on second that's not baseball that's that can go away no. that could have gone away this season uh i wish i wish rob manford would go yeah the second half of the season that's all done we're, we're not doing that i, I really wish you would because it's not baseball and it's ruining it yeah it's ruined a lot of games oh it's absolutely ruined a lot of games, and I, I just think that uh, it, it's hurt some teams down the line. I mean, you put a man on second it's base. It's hurt in the too, because the, the runner oh. on second, when it gets the extra innings, the over, I mean, the over just gets blown up. Absolutely, and and it's happened. It's happened, folks. There was yeah. a two to two game. There was a two to two game. The over under was nine. I forget the two teams about two weeks ago. It ended up being eight to two. Yeah. <laughs> eight to two ball game. Forget about it. You can't let the guy on the back. So that's good. All right. We got betting tonight. We're excited. We also got the open. We'll start with the NBA. Uh, I'm Jonesing. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I want to get back in action. I think this is like a second half for, for betters. Uh, this is good for our show. Our numbers are still very good, despite no action, folks. We, we appreciate you folks staying with us. Uh, and, and, and make sure you check everything here. The borders, it's the fastest 20 minutes in sports, but let's talk about the game tonight, John. Let's get a preview from you. First of all, Milwaukee against Phoenix. How do you think it's going to go? Yeah, this one's going to be this one's going to be interesting. Uh, the all the home teams have won, so Phoenix have won both times in Phoenix, and obviously the Bucks won in Milwaukee in Game Three. So it's just going to be kind of that we haven't gotten that first real big haymaker yet. You know, it, it's it's gone how it's expected. You know, the home teams have won. And as we always say, you know, the, the series doesn't really begin until a road team wins. And that hasn't happened yet. So no team has landed that first big punch. But that's the thing. I think the, the Suns are in a good spot here to kind of land that really first big uh, almost knockout blow. And uh, I think oh, wait a minute. Tonight. If you're down two nothing and then Milwaukee wins to go two down two one, isn't Milwaukee again winning a big punch? To Phoenix, they, even though even yeah. though they're going to play Game Seven, if there is a Game Seven in Phoenix, that's what I think this might come down to. If you think Milwaukee's going to win tonight, then we're heading for seven. John, if you think, or if, if people think Phoenix is going to win tonight, then maybe as some people predicted, either for Milwaukee or the Suns, it's going to end in six or something like that. Yeah, I just the the, the first team that gets the road win. You know, that's that's the one that's going to dictate the series, and it could be you know the Bucks later on in this series. It could be in game five where they get the first road win or game seven, but uh, it is going to be basically up to that. And the Suns have a chance tonight. Uh, I think the Suns have been playing better for the most part this series, but obviously we've seen Giannis just get stronger and stronger (laughs) as the series has gone along. And, you know, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton finally look comfortable in Milwaukee. And maybe that's just home cooking for them, but uh, it'll be, I, I know it's, it's close enough to where I don't like either side. And it's to the point where Milwaukee's a, a five-point favorite. 
And I think this game's a toss-up. So to me, I guess I would lean the Suns because I think the five points is just a little bit too. All right. Well, now you know it's amazing. I still hear criticism of the freak. He can't shoot free throws. Where either could Shaq, either could Will Chamberlain. No, it's I'll amazing give, to me. I'll give Giannis credit because when Ben Simmons started to miss free throws, he crumbled. When Giannis misses it, he completely forgets about it. Yeah. And he goes up there as confident as could be the next time. Well, here's the key, really John. Can he do that again tonight? Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, can he go 13 to 17? His first 17. We'll see what happens. The freak for uh, uh, proposition bets, okay? Just for the sake of me and you talking. Uh, Rebounds, points, and assists, 53 and a half. That's a monster game. I know that he's averaging 40. 53 and a half. It's almost like you're an idiot if you take the under, you know? Right, right. Yeah, and yeah. it's just the only thing is, like, if, if this is the one game he only puts up 28, 30 points. Or he doesn't shoot good free throws. Or he doesn't right. shoot good free throws. Right. But he's just been on an absolute tear, but it's really hard to continue to bet him to get 40 points every yeah. single game. Uh, but also he's been doing it. So it's really hard to bet against it as well. So I, it's just once, once that number gets so high up, there is a certain point where you just go, okay, it's way too high price. Like it, a lot needs to happen. Just stay away from it. They already have a price correctly and to have it, you know, kind of inflated a bit, just stay away from it. So yeah, I, just I, to honest, you have to look somewhere else. Um, right. Just like last night with the all-star game, that 11 total. You know what? It ended up really being a pitcher's duel when you stop and think about the score of the game. How about this one? This one seems high to me for a struggling guy unless Vegas knows that uh, he's not going to struggle tonight. Over and under points, assists, and rebounds for Booker, 36 and a half points. That's more of a chance to take. I don't know what's easier, to take the over for Giannis at 53 and a half for points, rebounds, assists, or Booker. Who's a guard over 36 and a half? Which way would you go on that between yeah, those two? I, I I think I've I fell for this before. <laughs> did you? Like I did because it was he started, he had that one big game. I think it was in the Western right. Conference Finals. We had that big game one, and then the number increased, but then it slowly started to go down and his performance dipped. And I kind of fell for it. I went, okay, well, I get the value now. The price has gone down. It's right where it should be, and I'll bet Devin Booker over. But I think what I didn't account for is the number as it's going down is probably getting closer to the number that it should actually be. And it's still very close. So Booker is another one. I don't trust him. And the number has been pretty spot on for the most part. And they can overinflate that number because everybody can buy into the fact that, yeah, there's going to be some games where Devin Booker's putting up over 30 points. Um, yeah, it hasn't right. been happening often enough to bet on that. So the, the Booker uh, PRA prop, to me is kind of off the board as well, just because it, it comes down to whether or not he gets, you know, close to 30 points. And that hasn't been consistent throughout this, throughout the playoffs, throughout the Western conference finals and NBA finals. That just hasn't been consistent enough for me to bet it. And people got screwed by the over uh, the other day, the over under 220 and a half. I think it ended up at yeah. 220 or I think it was at 221 yeah. or something tonight. Tonight it's either pushed and or a you didn't get the, or you uh, got beat by the hook basically. Or you didn't win. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I, I'll tell you, assistant rebounds for eight and 13 and a half. That seems low. That seems low. Assistant rebounds for, for and, and this kid's been on a mission, but they're going to adjust to him too. Uh, he's sort of like the poor man's Giannis. He's been pretty, putting up pretty good numbers for his ilk. So I think the 13 and a half almost screams 
to me, you know, to go contrarian to take the under in this. Yeah, he would have to get it mostly through rebounds. The only game that he's had more than one assist uh, is game two where he had four and the other two games, game one and game three, he didn't have one assist. So, but he could certainly get the rebounds. He had 19 rebounds in game one, 11 in game two and in game three, that's where he went down to nine. So this one has been hitting the over for the most part. Uh, so we'll, we'll see with Deandre Ayton for that prop. I like his points prop still. I know it was even close last time, but he got over it with 18, but he's gone over 16 and a half twice. 16 and a half is a lot closer. I would take yeah. the number it should be, but uh, I still think this, if this was around 17 and a half, it'd be more spot on. So I think the the point I'm getting still where it should be. I'll take that at the 16 and a right. half. And it even I won't be up. To, I won't be up tonight to watch the open. First of all, I won't be up at the two in the morning, three in the morning, four in the got, morning. Okay. Look at this. Look at Sina Jad contributing to the show with some praise. Well, uh, I like is, English. Yeah, I have English. Brooks can't lay English when issues pending. So check back in later. Oh, Brooks okay, seems yeah. to be a family favorite. Brooks does get up for just the majors. I like English. Uh, there's, there's, uh, uh, a prop bet for top 40 uh, who's going to finish in the top 40 and English is plus 115. Uh, I sort of like him. Nice. Uh, okay. I get, you know, can't Lee, I can't get turned on to him yet. Brooks is expected to do well. We'll see what happens. I'm a Dustin Johnson guy. I just saw him being interviewed. He says, all I got to do and you know, is hit it straight. But once again, I've said this, there's no trees and there's a, you know, they get relief somehow from trees when other golfers don't. The pros get some of the benefit of the doubt. But the fact that there's no tr- – there was a guy that landed behind a tree the other day. He moved it a club length uh, and didn't take a penalty because he moved it backwards. It's ridiculous. But here's the one I like. 300 for Rory not to make the cut. Plus 300. Why do you say that? I might have to put, might have to put some money down because every time he's touted, Every single time, which means almost every single time. He's still a guy you can't depend on. Do you know he hasn't made, and and I know I'm amazing, see, as he's listening to this. In the tournament since 2014, he's missed like 30% uh, as far as cuts. He doesn't make, he misses cuts. And I think this is one of those courses, and, and he's, he hasn't won since 2014. He's missed other cuts. I'm going to probably take a prop bet and go with Rory plus 300. I'll put something down early for Dustin to win. I think he's seven or eight to one. I'm waiting but for I C mean, Jod in the chat to give us the uh, the thumbs up. Well, I'm waiting for C. I think C may like that the Rory bet. I think to make 300 bucks. You know what everybody in England's going to be doing, or you know, wherever at Royal George, you're all going to be running the bet Rory. You know. So I think I'm going to go against Rory at, at plus 300, and I'm probably going to bet Dustin Johnson early. How about you? Anything? Uh, no. Fade Rory. See? All on the same page. Look at that. Fade Rory. Well, they're two best-looking guys in I the company. That's what happened. Absolutely love it. I mean, somebody said, are you still your father? I go, no, no. I'm, I, I, I have no idea. It's the hair. You know, I mean, he's a young guy. Everybody thinks that. No, we it's think it's alike. We think alike. Fade Rory. What's the sense? You can make 300 bucks on 100. 300 bucks, but you're going to sit it out. Ooh, fade Bryson as well. I'm, I'm, I like fading Bryson. Uh, he just mentally has not. It's, it's all a mental game for him. But yeah. Fade he's Bryson. being interviewed the other day and somebody said, well, listen, Brooks, they called him Brooks. It was just a beautiful thing, you know? So, 
<laughs> I mean, it's a, I saw one today. There's a guy named Kanaya, Kanaya, an Asian, the top Asian to cash at plus 550. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I may call Stephen A. Smith, see if he wants to jump in on that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, 550. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, no, I I guess for me, like it's, it's always uh, a couple of days or a couple of rounds. I'd like to wait for, for the outright, I agree. just to see where John Rahm is because John Rahm has been just so good. And obviously it's tough to win tournaments, you know, I love John Rahm a bunch of major events, but yeah, I I just think he's in such great form. You know, we'll see where he is around there, but other than that, no, I've, I've heard Patrick Cantlay's name, um, around. And so seeing Xander Shoffley. Yeah, Cantley. Yeah, I've heard Cantley's name uh, thrown around a few times, and so. But you know, his name was thrown around before, and he finally Lucas Glover. He finally won, so you know, I want to see Shoffley and these other guys perform. I, I, I'm tired of the hype. Okay, just like the Rory hype that we we were talking about. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's the fastest twenty minutes in sports for a reason. You don't have to wait that long for our dead eye picks. That's my new name for him for today, at least the dead eye picks. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, what America yearns for, first of all, a pick from the young man himself, a man that lately has been doing a pretty good job. They call him Johnny J. That's right. Follow him at John Jansen without an H. Johnny? Um, I am going to go with the De- – I'll stick with the DeAndre Ayton over 16-and-a-half prop. Uh, it's hit twice in three games. I think this is going to be a close competitive game, which means that Aiton had 18 points in just 24 minutes. So uh, I think he's going to get over a, well over 30 minutes in this one. And I think he gets over the 16 and a half. Uh, I'll take that with DeAndre Aiton. I'll start there. That, that's, that's pretty good. You know, I'm going to go with Milwaukee to win it at uh, minus four and a half right now. I think they uh, nodded up tonight. Um, I think that Booker might have a big game, but the Booker and Paul are going to have big games. Uh, if Aiton doesn't hit your 16, you know how important. I think he's the most important guy in the team. I really do. And he had down numbers. He had 18 points, but didn't have a lot of bounds and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm going to go Milwaukee minus uh, the four and a half, John. Yeah, that one uh... – yeah, I've I've had a tough time with trying to bet the spread there on that game. I just don't know how to pick a side. But uh, I'm thinking Chris Paul. I gotta just look into it a little bit. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to take Chris Paul over the assists. Uh, he's just been a machine. What is it? How much? It's at eight and a half right now. So that's a good number. I do like that. He went over it last. I time. did win with him under about a week ago. Under under eight and a half. He hit eight. He had a yes. bad first half. They missed. Remember, they missed shots. So they got to hit their shots. They do. Uh, he had he's had nine assists twice and eight assists. So eight and a half probably is the the pro the the number it should be, and it's pretty spot on. But uh, I'll take it. I'll take the over eight and a half. I think everybody around him does a lot better for this game, and uh, we get Chris Paul over the assists. All right, I'm going to take Booker over thirty six and a half. It makes no sense to me, and this will this will make my Milwaukee bet look bad uh, if Booker goes off and gets over thirty six and a half. Or maybe somebody else on Phoenix has an off game. It might be close, like you say. I'm going to take Booker points, rebounds, and assists over 36 and a half, my friend. Anything else from you? Yeah, I have one Listen more. Listen to you. Go, baby. Hit the whip. Because this prop has been hitting, and I can't I can't stay off of it. I'm going to take Cameron Johnson 
uh, over 13 and a half points, rebounds and assists. He has hit the over on that in every single game. And he went over it just off of his points. He had 14 points in his last game. Uh, game one, 15 points, rebounds and assists. In game two, he had 13 points, rebounds and assists. So that's the only one he didn't. Uh, but I think he was 12 and a half in that game. And then the last game, I know he was 13 and a half. He went over that. Uh, give me Cameron Johnson. I think he can get this just on points alone. All right, and give me the over 220 and a half tonight in this game. So I got Milwaukee, I got the over, and I got Booker uh, over the 36 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Johnny, you got uh, over eight and a half for Chris Paul yep. and assists. Uh, you got over 16 and a half with, I, uh, with Aiton. Yep. And what was the other one? You have Cameron Johnson, Cameron your guy who's been reliable. Yeah, over 13 and a half PRA. I'll take that. You got anything you need, folks? You got your whole life plan today. Basically, you just get ready to listen. Hey, it's either going to be a good life tomorrow morning or we'll be right, accountable. We, we are trying to pick apart one game here, so we'll see. <laughs> we love everybody. Thanks for uh, everybody listening. See you tomorrow.